Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Today in Web 3. My name is Matthew Diemer. This is our week in review, and we're going to be talking about Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. One story only. The biggest news of the day stood out to me on Wednesday, May 31st. And that was Elizabeth Warren calling for the end of crypto because of the fentanyl trade. Here's what she said. She said, crypto is helping fund the fentanyl trade. We have the power to shut that down. It's time, she says, and she continued to say that ultimately this is the mode that some of these manufacturers and illicit drug organizations have used the receipt of Bitcoin payments in cryptocurrency wallets. Uh, she's basically saying that if we can shut down the transfer of crypto, we can shut down the fentanyl trade. Well, first of all, that is just stupid. Um, she's using a hot button issue, honestly, that is affecting hundreds of of thousands of people here in America. I think 100,000 people die from overdose every year here in America. A lot of that is because of the fentanyl, illegal fentanyl coming into the country. It's been happening for years. It is a disaster. It's sad. It's, it's a shame. Um, is the And she's using this, obviously, crisis to leverage that against crypto, knowing damn well that this is not going to stop fentanyl from coming in the country. Why? because you can use just about anything to buy fentanyl with, right? It's not just crypto. Yes, you might be able to use crypto, but also uh, dollars, uh, euros, pounds, gold, goats, cars, fine art. It doesn't matter if there's value to something and you're, there is a drug that has value that people have demand for, you're going to be able to find anything to trade with, anything. And that's why you see the people that are addicted, sadly, to these opioids, uh, rob people for you know laptops or you know cameras or phones or anything they could find that has some value and trade it for drugs you're not going to just use crypto so this is just a stupid stupid argument the other argument that i really hate about this is that we really need to find a way to to stop this drugs are becoming more and more addictive so one gram of fentanyl which is a synthetic opioid has 50 times more power than one gram of heroin 
a hundred times more power, more potent than morphine. And this is synthetic. And you're seeing it with meth, you're seeing it with op opioids, you're seeing it across the board. Uh, the chemistry is only going to get better. We have to find a way to stop it. But shutting down crypto is not one of them. However, I do want to go through her bill that she proposed. Why? Because there are some aspects to this that I think that is it's not, what's the word? Not unreasonable. And this is going to be unpopular to say for any Bitcoiner, every libertarian out there, but it really isn't unreasonable, some of the proposals. Let's take a look at this. The first part of this digital asset anti-money laundering act would extend bank security act bsa responsibilities including know your customer requirements to digital asset wallet providers miners validators and other network participants that may act to validate secure and facilitate digital asset transactions by directing fincen to designate these actors as money service businesses basically what i'm reading here is that if you have a wallet say if it's a metamask say if it's um exodus say if it's ledger they need to collect your KYC, your know your customer, your ID, your information, so that you they know exactly who you are, what money you have, and where you're sending it. Obviously, I think this is a violation of privacy, but we do it with banks. We do it with credit cards. We do it with um, ATM transactions, PayPal transactions, you know, Zelly, whatever it's called, that, use, that Chase and these other banks use now, Venmo. Everybody uses some sort of know your customer, anti-money laundering, uh, ID registration so that you're just not willy-nilly sending money all over the world. Uh, if, if we don't do that with crypto, then why don't we just say, hey, you know what? Money laundering's okay with crypto. So there is this fine line. And honestly, I don't think that this is a, this seems like almost like if you want to get mass adoption and if you really want to have uh, crypto be ubiquitous with every kind of transaction, if we're talking about metaverse, gaming, um, buying coffee, you kind of need the, to have the same requirements and rails as the traditional finance or finance in general within your country, right? So I don't know if this is really out of step, out of line. Again, any of these, leave me a comment in the comments below. Or if you're listening on podcast form, you can send me an email, bookings at todayinweb3.com. Let's continue. The second part of this act would address a major gap with respect to unhosted digital wallets which would allow individuals to bypass AML's in sanctions checks by directing FinCEN to finalize and implement its December 2020 proposed rule, which would require banks and MSBs to verify customer and counterplay identities, keep records, and file reports in relation to digital asset transactions involving unhosted wallets or wallets hosted with non-BSA-compliant jurisdictions. The way that I'm looking at this is that basically saying that if you're using an unhosted wallet, which is not going to exist because of the first part of the act. But if you're in the United States, all wallets that you use are going to have to add, have to have a KYC AML aspect to that. You're going to upload your ID. You're going to tell them your name, your address, your social security number, and so forth. Your employer, <laughs> all kinds of crap. Uh, so if you're in the United States, more than likely you're not going to be using an unhosted wallet. But this seems like the gap is going to be if there's an unhosted wallet. FinCEN is going to need to track all of that and we're going to get you and you're going to be a hosted wallet or uh, you're going to have some KYC AML restrictions or uh, requirements on that wallet sooner or later. This is the way I would look at it. Please let me know. Now, I know there's been a lot of critique about all these proposals from a lot of different people within the crypto space um, saying that this is going to be the Trojan horse to basically make very restrictive practices for this. And uh, it's going to defeat the whole purpose of crypto. Bitcoin is uh, it's infringing on your privacy, 
Um, it's going to hurt innovation and all kinds of things. But let's just keep reading. This, the third thing that she proposed, uh, Senator Warren proposed in her Anti-Money Laundering Act, would be prohibiting financial institutions from using or transacting with digital asset mixers. Basically, you cannot use a mixer to hide your identity or to hide your funds. <sighs> There's been a lot of talk about that. Again, I want your opinions. Bookings at todayweb3.com. Let's continue. The fourth part of this Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act is strengthen and enforcement of the BSA compliance by directing the Treasury Department to establish an AML, CFT Compliance Examination Review Process for money service businesses and directing the SEC and the CFTC to establish an AML Compliance Examination and Rule Process for entities it regulates. And I have a problem with this one because, again, we still don't know who controls what. Is it the SEC or the CFTC? Is it a security, commodities? Uh, there's no clarity. Again, let's go back to Brian Armstrong saying that people are going to be leaving the United States because there's no clarity. Who controls this? Is it security? Is it a commodity? Is it neither? Um, which ones fall under which? I mean, is it just the Howey test? And the Howey test does not answer a lot of the questions that we have. That's why we're getting lawsuits by the SEC, two different companies, because they're saying it's security. We're saying like, it's probably not because of the way that it's implemented. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Again, this does nothing to clarify. It actually makes things more murky. What do you think? Email me, bookings at todayweb3.com. The fifth one, the fifth part of this Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act is extend the BSA rules regarding reporting of foreign bank accounts, including digital assets, requiring the United States persons engaged in a transaction of greater than $10,000 in digital assets through one or more offshore accounts to report a foreign bank and financial accounts uh, FBAR with the IRS. This does not seem any different than, you know, traditional finance right now. Fine. I don't see any problem with this, to be honest with you. Uh, the, the problem I do see with this is that if you're a transaction in digital assets and because of the volatility of digital assets, it could be $9,000 one day and it could be $12,000 transacted the next day. Um, or if you transact $5,000 or $9,000 uh, one year and it grows in value, you know, the next year to shit, $40,000, $50,000. What are the requirements and what's the laws there? And so I think this is a little bit, we have to define that, but this does not seem really out of the ordinary. Um, also, I think that this could be automated. Uh, the fact that you have to report or else you are in violation, I think that is probably a, a problem. But then again, you know, the IRS just likes to sit back and wait for you to mess up and then come get you instead of helping you out, right? 
And the last part of this act, the sixth part, is that she wants to mitigate the illicit finance risk of digital asset ATMs. What's the risk? Some jack-off with a truck is going to plow through the front of your store and try to steal your, your Bitcoin ATM, causing $10,000 of damage, so it ruins your livelihood, so you have to go get a job because you have no money to fix your store back up? That might happen, but we'll see what she says. By directing FinCEN to ensure that digital asset ATM owners and administrators regularly submit and update physical addresses of the kiosks that they own and operate to verify customer and verify customer identity. Okay, so basically they want these ATMs to do a KYC AML, basically collect people's in- information. Um, and also we have to know where they are. <sighs> Again, none of this I see is out of the ordinary, right? Everybody knows where an ATM is. If you have an ATM in the bank or in your convenience store, people know where that is. That is, You are already have done KYC and AML by having a bank account. You put your debit card into your ATM. They know it's you. They know your bank account. They know your information. This is not out of the ordinary. Um, if this goes further of, of like really capturing private information and transact and, and, and maybe purchases and so on and so forth and monitoring movements or if it gets really dystopian, then yeah, I think we've had a violation, but and maybe we've already got too dystopian by how much KYC, AML, and anti-money laundering, these regulations and ID and information we give them. I can, I can agree with that. Maybe we've already went too far, but we are already there. Is this out of the ordinary or is this just taking digital assets to what TradFi is right now? So it's one and even playing field about how they operate. What are we really, really saying with these laws? Let's get TradFi and DeFi and digital assets to the same playing field, which makes sense if you want this to be mainstream. If you want to buy coffees, game with it, and buy houses and cars and whatever with your digital assets, you're going to need these regulations in, in place. What do you think? Let me know in the comment below or email me bookings at todayweb3.com. Okay, so after reading all of these, I do not think that this is totally absurd. We want crypto to go mainstream. To be mainstream, it should be operating on the same playing field as TradFi, correct? If you have an ATM, uh, a regular ATM, a normal ATM anywhere, you know where it is. If you put in your debit card into said ATM, they know who you are because of KYC, AML, and all the information that the bank already has on you. If you use a credit card, the same thing. So why is it unreasonable that digital assets will want to have the same regulations and compliance as regular dollars and cents? I don't think that this is absurd. This does not do anything to clarify regulations. This does not do anything to help uh, companies and businesses that get established here in the United States. It actually probably hurts it a little bit. But when it comes to basically basic KYC, AML, foreign currency transactions, and um, it doesn't seem like this is this is absurd. What do you think? Now, I will say that maybe the KYC, the AML, the stuff that the bank knows about you, the information that you have to give just to get a credit card or a bank card and transfer your own money is a little bit too much already. I will entertain that. I hate going to the bank. I hate giving them my information because it's like, why are you asking me all this shit? Here's my money. Can you help me transact with it? Here's my name. Here's my social security. You want my job? You want my, all the, my last three cars, my license plate number? Come on. That's bullshit. But <laughs> maybe they don't ask for all that. Actually, no, yeah, they get really, really personal. But so I will entertain that we have went too far already. But if we want digital assets to be on the same, be on par with TradFi, 
uh, and operate and be able to buy your coffee and buy cars and houses and use it as a system of leveraging your money for collateralized loans and so on and so forth and banking the banking system and companies be able to use it and build with it you'd have to have it on the same level no let me know what you think please email me bookings at todayweb3.com or you can leave a comment below i'll be watching them because i am curious on your opinion and until next time happy hodling everybody and look for more episodes in your feed or click one of these boxes right here.